Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the big stories in CSGO. Quicker than Ents can go from first to worst. Uh, nice. I'm, <laughs> if you could rate us, review us at the end of the episode, that would really help us. I'm Logan. This is Izzy Esk. Let's get into it. Uh, we have a very short cast of items today. It is, in fact, four things. Yeah. Uh, we'll Until we just think of something else and add it on at the end like we normally Oh, do. wait. Five things. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Harry Sponge, Henry G, and Sana just dropped a really uh, <laughs> look. It's about as good as Amelia Holt's song, but it's at a least, rap song. but it's at a least this one is, I hope, satirical. Yeah, it's to us it feels, yeah, very I mean, purposely bad. I'm pretty uh, sure Harry and Hugo. Well, Hugo's not on it, but I'm yeah, pretty sure Harry not. doesn't do anything if it isn't wrapped in at least three layers of irony. I I think that if Hugo was on it, it would have been too good. I hmm. think that's why Hugo isn't there. I think it would have just been too good of a song if he was there. Neither you're the point. you're welcome. You're welcome to hold that <laughs> opinion. Your opinion does not reflect my own. Has my opinion ever reflected yours? <laughs> I can't think of many uh, <laughs> okay. many times it has. Let's talk about the uh, the first bit. Uh, story number uno of the week. Config will not be playing in the RMRs for Europe because of his broken fracture fractured ankle, broken ankle. I think broken ankle was the 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 verbiage used, but I think fracture is probably more likely. Judging uh, by the fact it was like it was kind of like a complicated fracture. Yeah, it seem it seems to be enough that he it's complicated ankle fracture is the specific wording. It's all very odd. Yeah. The 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 way they've talked about it, the fact that it's just like, oh yeah, no, it's just like a complicated ankle break, so we can't play Counter Strike and this like it's not really explained. Yeah. So the the guess I think that all of us are working on, because I know that you guys are working on newsletter today and working on stories for said newsletter. Um, is that he basically? It's not that he can't play Counter Strike. It's that travel for him will be nigh impossible, and because they have to go play the RMR somewhere. Traveling with a fractured ankle isn't impossible, though. I I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying <laughs> from their point of view that my guess is is that they're saying travel is going to be terrible. So he's it's going to be impossible. So we're just going to bring uh, missed him. Who's the the sub? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I remain. I don't buy it. I remain <laughs> unconvinced. I think I don't know what's going on. But last time he broke a body part, he left the team. Um, I don't think it is like that. And I think he did genuinely break his wrist last time. I mean, he he showed enough uh, enough proof and complexity seemed to say, yeah, he actually did. And then he got the offer. Like it was unfortunate, but. I don't know, man. It's kind of strange. It, it, it's just, hey. I don't know. It's just like, it doesn't really make sense without an explanation and they haven't given an explanation. If they'd said like, oh, you know, he decided that travel was going to be really difficult and that he wouldn't be able to give like full focus to the team. He's going to have to have a lot of surgeries. I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. They kind of just went, oh yeah, he broke his ankle. So he can't play. Yeah. And they just, and they just left. The entire TLDR chat was like, I'm pretty sure you don't use your ankle to play Counter-Strike. 
And maybe uh, maybe that's why Charlotte's haven't been very good recently. They haven't been using their ankles. I, I think I saw I think I saw somebody on Twitter saying like when he broke his wrist, he just started using his feet. Oh <laughs> and now he's broke uh, his ankle. He doesn't know how to play. So yeah, config broke his ankle, and now he's yeah. not playing Counter Strike for a current bit. Uh, they're replacing him with Mistum, I believe. Yeah, I, I know nothing about this kid. I absolutely um, nothing. So I'm kind of interested. He plays, he plays for Australis Talent. Um. That 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 is the extent in which I know. Um, other players from Astralis Talent, Fessor, uh, I believe is currently there. Uh, uh, Fessor Yabby. left. No, Fessor was there. Yes. Yeah, uh, he, he Yabby was good. on uh, Astralis Talent as well. Sounds about right. Um, so decent players have been on Astralis Talent. It's not like a bunch of no names. Uh, guys got 0.95 rating playing against. Weekday. Yeah, that's not good. No, that that's kind of worrying. It's just a little worrying because it, it means that it must have been bad enough that they were like, "All right, we, we have to find a replacement on short notice." And and did did you see? So uh, jumping ahead, Australis Talent has to get a replacement for Mister, and that Cajun B. replacement is Cajun B. And wouldn't it make more sense for Cajun B, the guy who's played in a million? rmrs or minors or whatever you want to call them today and who's gotten to a major before and maybe a little washed comparatively but also brings like veterancy the same way config does uh, like i don't agree with got, that if you have to sub in a player i mean I, i'd rather sub in one of the talent players because the idea is that these players will play in your first team in the future so you might as well like you, you, if, if config isn't there you're basically saying look we're probably not going to do that well anyway. We might as well blood one of the talented kids and like say, here's a blank canvas. Show us what the fuck you can do. And be like, you know, because the quickest way to find out whether or not one of your talented, talented youngsters is good enough for the main team. is fucking throw them in and see how good and see if they swim, like throw them in the water, see if they swim. Um, And that's exactly what they're going to do. Do you know who's actually on the Australis talent team that you would know? Because uh, I did, I did look a minute ago. It's uh, Christo. Christo, yeah, yeah. Christo's good. North player. He he he's a no. decent player. Uh, I like him. My assumption of why they're not bringing him up. He's uh, an author. He's been there for a month. He's also an author. Traditionally, I, I think North tried to turn him okay. into a lurker, but he, okay, he but was on the an other author. hand, could Australis's opera situation get worse by adding another opera? Uh, yes, if you had two authors who weren't as good as their previous author, that would be worth just having one. Nah, I don't believe it. Okay, let's move on to our next uh, bit. Uh, the RMR subs have come out today. Uh, I have to go find the actual message uh, the, the, the RMR subs. Uh, the, there's, a, there's an article on it, but um, the, the biggest one is that, or, or the most interesting one is that Lecro is G2 sub. Um, also, Snacks is Vitality subs. Yeah, he's friends with Spinks. Uh, I guess he replaced Spinks on ends, didn't he? Maybe that's what it is. Well, like, Maybe it's like, seconds. oh, you know, last time you stood in and played all of Spinks's roles, you were great. What if we just did it again? If Spinks can't get in, that that genuinely might be it. They're like, oh, we know that you're a good, like, Spinks replacement. You you play the same positions and you did it really well. So I don't know why would it be Spinks that they're concerned about. I would sense. assume for visa reasons, right? 
that was the last time. Oh, that would make sense. But I mean, Israel's it, a little bit strange for visas. It's taking where is where's the RMR taking place? It's in like Malta or something, right? Um, well, the, the NA NA RMR is in Stockholm. Stockholm. Yeah, I don't uh, know where the the EU one is. I would assume. I'm gonna. I'm I don't gonna know. Find out. I actually don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. It it is in Malta. I mean, yeah, it is Malta. You're it, correct. it is Malta, and they have to be in Malta for Pro League anyway. So yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, so I there should be no issues. Yeah, maybe they just like, wanted. Maybe they just wanted snacks. They just like snacks. Like, do you want to be on the yeah. team? Do you want a jersey? And he was like, "Yeah." What? And they asked him what his size was, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna have to find a bigger one." So, um, a couple. There's a couple actually importantish ones here. Um, Lecro on the G two one uh, is kind of an important bit there um, because that's a little weird. It's a little. My my guess is he was pre- is because he was previously signed to the Dignitas roster, he couldn't act as a sub before. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's one of the better subs you can get. Yeah, yeah he's now sense. he's now a better sub. Uh, Sin from Big, who is the um, who's the big academy player? Super, oh, he's the good, good one, right? Academy. Yeah, 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 he's really really good. Um, he's there. He's there. Um, Thomas is the bench tiros one, which I find funny that there is a bench player on bench tiros bench. <laughs> yeah that is you are you are properly benched at that point yeah you are benched <laughs> by benched heroes um, bro <laughs> a gate on heroics interesting yeah gate on heroic is kind of interesting i think that's it, it's interesting in the fact that nato suffix is not subbing for anybody and historically nato has been heroics sub i think that's my uh they my had kiebi uh, before he came back as well that's true um, but his, but prior to Kirby, it was NATO. So I, yeah. uh, to me, that kind of feels like they're just going through the Danish market and seeing, hey, who's available to maybe sub. Yeah, it's it's probably a case of Gates probably like, yeah, look, I've got nothing on. I don't have a yeah. team. Remind people that I exist. Like it's kind of mutually beneficial. I have two uh, two quick NA ones. So EG has Viz as a sub. Yeah, um, I like that. So it, it's pulling from one of the other teams, which you'd expect. Um, I saw questions raised, starting to get raised of, does this mean that he is the next one up to the main team? Should someone from the main team have to go? Because it previously was Rush as the mm-hmm. as the sub. Because you have to remember, Rush and Stanislaw are on, now on EG Black. So oh, God. Food, food for thought um, is that Rush is not the person and it is uh, Viz. Uh, and the last one I want to talk about is actually the lack of a substitute on Liquid, um, which to me says something's getting done with Yukindar. Okay. Because if something wasn't getting done with Yukindar... Oh, they would need a you, sub. You, I see. Sub. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Now, yeah, that's, I, that's interesting, talked, actually. You and I talked about this before the show really quickly, is that I think there's a lot of teams without substitutes, and I think most teams without substitutes are just, yeah, the coach will play. Um, the coach will be their substitute. Like, Complexity doesn't have a substitute. It would just be... Um, uh, TC would play. Yeah. Um, obviously, for most teams, that doesn't really work. Liquid happens to have Daps as the coach, so it kind of Daps is good enough that he can sub for a team at this point. But yeah. even if you don't put a sub there, it like it's odd to not have a person there because of the uh, volatility of Yakindar existing because he's not signed to a contract on liquid the volatility as as of him existing well no, he's not combust like, at any point well he is he's a free agent he's he's, yeah. he's like long-term sub for this team right now and is absolutely officially not signed as far as we know he, he so, might have a short-term like month-to-month contract 
Yeah. So to me, but, that says something. We know something's going on because Steve has said something's going on. Yeah. But to they, me, they, that, they, that puts yeah. – they're obviously putting faith into the fact that, okay, something is really going on here. Um, one, one last interesting one is uh, – do you remember Fox of FaZe I Clan? Do. He is yes, uh, a Zero Zero Nation player. sub. That would make sense. You can speak Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> There's um, not many Portuguese players, and most of them are in FTW. But, so. To be honest, I didn't remember Fox was still playing. I thought he retired a while ago. Uh, he may have. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. actually, that, that actually doesn't stop you playing for one of the best yeah, Brazilian no. teams, because FNX came out of retirement, and he was he was yep. not good. All right, uh, let's chat about the Pro League Season 16 groups. We are in our penultimate episode about actual group stage stuff. Uh, we've been on this for the last many weeks. Uh, we're close. Heroic aren't uh, as bad as we said they were. Yeah, so Group C, Mouse Sports, Heroic, <laughs> Complexity, Astralis, and, and Heat. We did say this was going to be kind of a brawl of a group. Um. Not in the way we thought it was going to be. Yeah, uh, this was a mad group. To be, we expected this to be like Heroic, Astralis, Ents getting out, right? Ents pretty handily. And we expected there to be a little bit of a fight with Mouse trying to get in. I, I think, think you had Ma- I think you were pretty high on Mouse, actually. I think you had I think I was fairly through. high on Mouse. I I had faith. Uh, I have such defended said faith. Uh, wrong team, my bad. Uh, <laughs> but Mouse Sports finished first in Group C? Yeah. No, and I tell you what, that is as good a debut as you can imagine like, for the exertion, and like a real good two O, yeah, like a real good two O, yeah. They uh, were like two O's across the board, good on Ent and Heroic. They got O two'd by Astralis, but they lost to they they took uh, they Complexity and Heat both took a map off them in the waning bits after they were confirmed for playoffs already. Um, Heroic only lost to Mouse. They got through. And the uh, the bright spot of North America, complexity. Yeah. They got through. We've been taught, like, when this t- team was made, I was, like, so high on them. And I felt like such a fucking idiot for so long. I was like, how how was I duped into thinking, like, these players were good? And I was like, either I'm just stupid, which wasn't, yeah, a, wasn't a possibility I was willing to entirely discount. <laughs> or... I'd got it wrong on like one of them and I got it very wrong on junior. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a yep. lot better than he was because you put Holzerk in that team who is a good, but not amazing author. He's not a superstar author, but he's obviously an upgrade. And all of a sudden when the author isn't just missing shots of people he should kill, the team functions a hell of a lot better, obviously. Yeah. And you get to see that like grim and floppy can play this game. Like I, we've been saying these things for months. I know. And we've just had I was zero... starting to not believe myself. I was like, we, is Floppy just bad? Like, is Grim just not as good as I think he is? Like, what's going on? No, like, we just had no proof. And we just, like, every North American fan just had unadulterated love and, like, faith that these people were good with absolutely zero statistics to back it up. And we moved, and we moved Hall Zerk into the team. And now we have statistics to back it up. Yeah, like, they, they like actually how many, how many complexity players were like top in clutches at this event? It was like the top three were all complexity players or some shit. I, I have been saying for a while, and I, I've said this to a friend. My friend was like, oh, who do you think is like 
the best clutches in the world. And I think floppy. I had like floppy, floppy fourth. I had him like third or fourth. And he was like, fucking course you do. And I was like, he's up there. But he's, he's legitimately like a great clutcher. Like he's a brilliant yeah. clutcher. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're just a completely different team when their opera doesn't miss. And here's the thing. Their opera is still not the most non-American on the team. There, There is a South African and Halzerk's basically American. Um, yeah, that that he has a very American name. Uh, one thing we do need to bring up from this group is um, is Frozen because Frozen has not been good for a, since the inception of like the the Mouse Academy project. He has not been particularly good. He's not been bad, yeah. but yep. before it, he I think I think he's actually has an MVP from a pro league. He does, I believe he does. Yeah, yeah, the uh, pro league they like won. Two- I, I'm pretty yeah. sure he was MVP, um, and then and but, he was he but, was lights out. Like he, they put him back in, like uh, works. Yeah, they I put him was... in, in basically what Rops's roles used to be, I believe. Um, I'd have to go back and watch, make sure. I think they put him in Bimis's roles. Okay, I think that's why what what happened with the the switch with Exertion coming out because people were saying that he was gonna um like hit with frozen is frozen wanted to move away from frozen roles and move towards bemis's roles so they moved in a frozen like player in exertion who has taken frozen's roles and done really well with them and frozen has just done what bemis could not do in his own roles in that kind of like lurk i, I, I seem to remember bemis certainly near the end of his tenure on mouse being an aggressor like being a like a, not necessarily maybe always first started, man in, but second man in. Maybe and they started moving the way that the roles were. I don't. Whatever they've done, bringing exertion worse. in has just made Frozen ten times better. And I guess that makes sense because when your entry fragger or your aggressive players are actually getting you into late round situations, you can show off like what you can yeah. do. And, and Frozen excels in those. I mean, he it's in the name, right? Like ice in his veins when it comes down to it. Like yeah. he's he is stone cold. Um, it's not like it's not like exertion is baiting himself for frozen to look better no it, i want to make the, that really clear like exertion it, looks really fucking good yeah because and, and he creates space by just winning jewels that he shouldn't win very similar to patsy um the way patsy is the best player on team spirit um it's not particularly close because he consistently puts up high ratings whilst just making a shit ton of space for other players like magics is a good player for example but if he didn't have a player as destructive as Patsy and before him Mia, he's not going to look as good. Device, yeah. great player. Without Dupree opening up rounds, he's not as deadly. Cold Zero without Fur, he's just not the same. Like To have great closers, you need great openers. And they finally found... I say finally found. Everyone knew Exertion was this player, but for some reason they just couldn't find a reason to put him in. You know what? Here, here's the thing. I'm... I'm I'm a forg- I'm of the forgiving type. If Mouse Sports at this point have put an exertion and gone, okay, we maybe we were wrong from before, and they start doing really well, I'll forgive them for not putting exertion in earlier. Yeah, right? hindsight also- twenty twenty, like we can we can all say shit from externally, but like we don't know what's going on internally on their teams, and like that's that's fine. But as long as we all got to the same goal at the end, it's the same, the same, sure, our but, math worked out the same. But if you go back. At- a year ago, and listen to this podcast, you will hear oh, us yeah. say they should keep Frozen and put in the Mouse and XT team. Now, they've done that very slowly. They've kept Dexter of a CUE, which 
you, you know, you debate amongst yourselves. Hey, you know what? It's working. I'm not going to question things right now. Sure. But <laughs> everyone knew Torji, Exertion, to an extent JDC. JDC, could play at this level. I, I don't understand people who are consistently like, oh, yeah, but they've never played at tier one. How do you know they're not going to be good? How do you know they're going to be good at tier one? Because they're really good. Like, it's not like good players. Yeah, like it's not that ridiculous a jump from academy league to to tier one. Where like, especially if, when you, if you win it three academy. times, in, yeah, if you win it three times in a row and you are playing in tier two tournaments and doing well, these players can fucking they can play at this level. Like, yeah, it was it was obvious. Like when people were telling me, oh, Monacy's untested in tier one, and you like you look at him, smurfing on tier you're two, like bro, like. It, there's no way he isn't good, and it, you kind of felt the same watching Exertion. And you're like, why was it, why did it take this long? And I, I get what you're saying, like, oh yeah, at least they got there eventually. But but why did it take this long? Imagine if he had an extra year under his belt. Now, when we said when people were saying he wasn't ready for Tier One, do you know what got him ready for Tier One? Being in Tier One. Yeah, no, nothing has changed in that last year that's made him significantly better. He just I had think to wait another. I think they won another we play in that time but yeah it's so it just <laughs> like the the only way he was ever going to adapt to this level is to play at it and now they've put in there it's like oh yeah actually he was he was just ready the whole time <laughs> but you could have yeah. found this out so much earlier again i don't pretend to know what's going on internally of teams there may have been contract issues with other players and buyouts and ways of like prevent i don't know what goes on if i knew what went on that would be great, but well, like- the, the strange thing is, um, uh, it, according to to Mouse and then the, a lot of the players, um, Exertion's a very vocal player. Like he was yep. essentially yep. a second caller on NXT, and they cut NVK because they were like, "Oh yeah, like you know, he's the second caller, but we need we want somebody else." And they brought up JDC, and it's like, "Yeah, role wise, sure, but if you wanted a big voice, because." <laughs> apparently you know Dexter's probably I can imagine him being quite quiet and yeah. maybe he, he just bring up the guy who was second calling it's also strange to me like I don't know man alright um, he's great quick, though quick, uh, quick quick on the the bottom half of this group we talked a lot about the top half um, Entz did not look good no um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk it up to teething issues right now they just brought new players in. Um, here's the problem. Here's the thing, though. They're going to be in the RMR in a week. I think. I'd assume so. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, no, they're they're in the RMR in a week. And if they look the same, then we have to start talking about it. I know that the roster move just happened. It's very short, that, but so I know that it's really short. But there's been there's a lot of Counter Strike that's happened now because they played an entire group of pro league. So that's five of five best of five of best of three officials. They'll be playing up until RMR and probably boot camping into it. If you don't see like they lost to Heat, they they the only team they beat was Heat. That was it? They lost two zero to Heroic Mouse Astralis and Complexity. Like so, I'm not here to like we I know we've said that complexity is good and they've gotten better, but like on paper, ends should be complexity every day of the week. Yeah, I, I agree. They're dealing with the same issues to a degree without bringing Hazard in. So, like, I I agree, but I will give two counterpunches. That one, 
Snappy has proved himself that if you give him time, he can build something. When they originally put that roster together, it did take a little time for them to get used to it. Um, and a secondary point would be that losing the team was built around Spinks, and it will now probably be built around Sun Pius, which is going to require quite a few changes, I would imagine. Um, the, the very sort of like different, obviously they use different guns. I mean, that's kind of kind of a big thing. Um, and I think that will take a little bit of time to sort out. So I'm willing to give Ents a little bit of the benefit of the doubt purely because I think Snappy is the type of person who, given time, actually can fix problems. But it's certainly worrying when you see them like lose 2-0 to Astralis, for example. Yeah. Uh, Astralis did not look good this week. Astralis haven't looked good for months. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I did, we, we don't need to touch on Astralis. We t- we've talked about Astralis a million times. Yeah. Um, last, last thing in the group, Heat didn't play well. Um, but, but like, again, as we've said, every group has their, like, you're going to be the designated sixth, uh, sixth place in the group. Um, it's kind of just how it works out. I um, feel like Heat signed the wrong player. I said, I think I said this at the time, that it made more sense for Jax to go to um, Falcons, Falcons and Masuda to go to Heat. Because Heat were a good team who lacked star power. And Falcons lacked a like an experienced head, mm-hmm. and then Falcons went and got both because they got NBK as well. And then I was like, okay, this team's going to be the best team in France. He yeah. signed Jax, who is a good player, but he's not star power. At, no, at the level he's played at the level above, but he wasn't a star when he played at the level above. Masuto was. Hamann is kind of similar though, isn't he? He's like he's a glue player at this level. There aren't there's like the French stars, Zaiwu, Zaiwu, and Zaiwu. I think formerly Kenny, like yeah, but like who who else you? Who else is there? There's no French teams. I don't mean that to be. I don't mean that to be a dick. Like just literally, Vitality is the only French team, and there's only two French players left on it. I, I think like, the the only other players who are like considered sort of star role players would be Misuta and possibly Haji. Yeah, maybe Maka, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, he, he, yeah. He's a strange team that that they've been close to being good for a while, but I just don't think the Jacks move is the one that's going to push them any higher. Yeah, I do. I'd agree. All right, let's talk about let's talk about the important matches, the North American group, um, and I'm only jokingly saying that. <laughs> uh, it, sorry, the blue group. Uh, every the blue team group. here is blue, other than Furia. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Furia, uh, we are recording this by the way prior to the Liquid EG game on Thursday. Um, so the Cloud Nine Eternal Fire, yeah, Cloud Nine Eternal Fire has gone on, and Furia Mobistar has gone on. Um, I'd just like to do. take a moment um, to talk about Jantares. Eternal Fire a zero the two, the floor. Eternal Fire a zero and two in this group. Jantares is the third highest rated player at Pro League. The guy is absolutely destroying people. 
and to losing. I, I, I actually just don't know. Like we, you can talk about, you know, like the amount of times blame F loses when he's like one of the highest rated players and so on. It's like, there's always an asterisk. I don't think it's even fair to give an asterisk to Jantares. He's, he's taking like 30% opening duels, winning them at 65% of the time. And he's the third highest rated player at the event. And his team has won one map of five. Yeah. What is he supposed to do? (laughs) What is actually he supposed to do? This is like, this is superstar level performance from a guy who has been up and down over his career, but has shown flashes that he could, he can actually be a superstar. Yeah, no, he's going to be like top, he's going to be top five in rating over the entire event and his team won't make playoffs. He's like, he just does this from time to time. People kind of forget because there's always the memes about Jantares because he was meant to be really, really good. And then he went to big and he was inconsistent, but people forget that there were times in that big lineup where he was, he was terrifying. Like he was terrifying. He can win games on his own sometimes, but he's winning games on his own and they're not even winning. (laughs) It's so weird. Like he he actually cannot do more than this. And he's dropped 30 frags in a 16, 11 loss and 28 in a 16, 12 loss against cloud nine today. He dropped 58 kills and his team got 23 rounds in a best of three. What is he supposed to do? I feel so bad for him. He's been the best pl- he's been the best player in the server in four of the maps they've played. Yeah, no, it's it's been rough. Um on the other hand, I think that this this is kind of like So Xantaros put himself here to a degree because he literally made this team. So I think he he's definitely in this with the understanding of yes I will have to carry Waxix washed off through this series right, um, but they're like like someone saves Antares from himself please. He had a hundred and twenty two ADR. That's plus plus eight in opening in like opening kill ratio, fifty eight kills. 12 assists. His team lost the best of three. He, this team is fucking doomed. If Jantara is playing at this level, cannot win. Like, yeah. The, seriously, Jantara is on this form is one of the scariest players in the world. He will, te- like, he plays like this against evil geniuses. He will rip them to shreds. He will annihilate evil geniuses. And it will be like, it will be close, but Eternal Fire will win. Because Imor and Major just can't shoot back. They, they just don't shoot back. Yeah. It's, All right. I feel so let's, bad for him, man. Let's talk about the other teams here. Um, we'll talk about the top three in a moment. Uh, I want to talk about Movistar. Um, yesterday, it looked like uh, Martinez was the second coming of Sun Pius. He's not that good. Yeah, he's Uh, he's fine. I mean, he's he he wasn't a massive standout uh, standard, slightly below. Yeah, Um, but it does seem that the Movistar team has taken a kind of hit of losing Sun Pius, which, to be fair, I think any team would when they lose their their star player like that. Yeah, Um, it's more than just like losing him as a player; it's like losing him as a figure. Yeah, he he was the guy. Yeah, right? he's like, oh, he we're struggling. Give some pious the orb, he'll 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 make something happen. And now it's like, we're struggling. 
and we don't know what to do. I mean, Mopoz just looks like a completely different player. He was devastating at times um, as a very aggressive player on this team when they were good. And he's their lowest rated player at the event. That just it, it when Mopoz is their lowest rated player, they aren't going to win. Simple yep. as that. Um, let's talk about the top three teams. I know I'm skipping Evil Geniuses. Um, they're EG. They haven't played their second match yet. I don't expect them to win against Liquid. Uh, let's no, talk about Liquid. Liquid will smack them. Liquid look like they're continuing their decent form. I know that beating like Movistar two one isn't like the greatest. But they look like they may actually be a top ten team. Like they, they look you, like they may be good. At top ten is massively undershooting. Oh, I, I'm, I'm purposely trying to be a little. Yeah, I, I think they're probably the third best team in the world. I mean, HLTV ranks them as three right now. Yeah, I, I, I think I that's... believe it, but I believe it, but like I need, I need proof. I need statistics before I say that. Um, well, all right, the, the only teams below them who might be better. A G2. Yeah. It's self explanatory. Yeah. Mouse, question mark. They they might be good, but that might just be a really... Their group wasn't really that tough in retrospect. Yeah, but that number three ranking, by the way, is prior to any pro league yeah. stuff. But so. but I also think it's I also think it's fair. Uh, uh, yeah. Vitality, I, I'm not convinced by yet. Nope. Heroic I think, look I awful. Think... Cloud9, mediocre. I don't think anyone Sorry, would don't look awful, I don't think anyone would like call us insane for saying top five yeah. like definite, even if they're five. Um I think that they Yukindar has reignited this team. And I've I sound like a broken record because I feel like I've said that for the last like seven episodes of the show, but it is honestly impressive what they've what has happened since they they made two moves. They moved to Dren and replaced him for Daps. And yep. they removed Stewie. I don't even know who they removed at this point. They removed Shocks. Yeah, <laughs> Shocks and replaced him with the Echidnae. Shocks that that I've blocked out the Shocks era from my head. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like probably for the best. I mean, he's not even. He came back to NA on Apex of Fragadelphia. It still didn't look good. Yep. So I find it very interesting actually that he left Liquid because of all the travel to and from. NA. Yeah, NA. and then and like, joins yeah. the European teams. Do you want to go frag? Not massively, no. Um, um, now, Yukindar's the fourth best player at the event so far. I mean, yeah. he, he's played one game. He'll yeah, yeah. leave it out. Well, actually, it he won't. He, he's about to play Evil Geniuses. He's about to have like a 2.5. Right? Yeah, he's going to be the best player in the he's event. Go, he's going to farm. So, uh, Cloud9 and Furia are the other two teams in the group. Furia look like they may exist, but they've also played what I would consider the two worst teams in the group. So... Um, they played Eternal Fire and Movie Star Riders, so I hold for Furia for right now because the way Furia plays is they absolutely every single time should beat every team that's lower than them because of just constant aggression and art being art. It's the question of will their odd, and I say odd in a very loving way here, style uh, work against the better drilled, higher like ultra tier one top 10 teams fury are like the only team who i genuinely ever think um massively fluctuate without roster moves yes i agree very few teams most teams sort of plateau and will sometimes like peak above or peak below 
but they have sort of a general through line of performance regardless of, uh, without changing rosters. Furia have made like two roster changes in four years and they're just like this all the time. They're like up and down constantly. Like one day they're the fourth best team in the world. The next day they're like lose to a team with like lose to a mixed team with the stupidest name you can imagine in NA qualifiers, zero two and art has like a 0.4 rating. You're like, how are you the same guy who was like shitting on people a minute ago? Like, I don't get it. So interesting point that I haven't actually heard of until right now. Furia signed their new contracts uh, roughly midway through 2019. Um, it looks like they signed it when they brought Henny in, which was uh, September. Um, since that point, they have stayed like strongly in the top 20 and everyone at that point said no way you're giving these guys who've barely been tested and who just made a big roster move no way you're giving these guys five-year contracts and furia did and i hate to be the one to say it but it kind of seems like it may be paying off uh, sort of. Yeah, I mean, they've been the best team in their region for that long. They were kind of screwed over by NA dying, I think. I think had right. they not, they might have actually been consistently up there. Um, they haven't won loads, I will say that. No, But, but, but certainly it, from a brand perspective, their, their, their brand values have, much higher. They have kept this core of Art Yuri and Caserato the entire time. And the core has continued to perform. And if you're signing a five-year deal with somebody, you're not saying you're going to win us everything over the next five years. You're saying you're going to be the consistent core to everything over the next five years. And they are doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, KSR I think, I think just always can turn it on. Yuri can yeah. always just turn it on. Like at any, any event, they can just be the best player at it. Yeah. I, I feel like this is... This may be the first team I've ever said with long contracts that actually makes sense. Like, I, I cannot. I, I don't know. Never... I don't know what what contract G two gave to Monacy, but if that was less than five years, then they screwed up. <laughs> I'd assume Simple has a uh, standing every year contract renewal, but it's just to give him more money because he keeps winning them tournaments. Uh... That doesn't seem like a good business plan, but. I mean, if you're yeah, not just keep having more money, I, if you keep winning more tournaments, I, I, I don't think Navi pay that much. I could be wrong. I, I think Simple's just there because he likes Navi, and, and he likes playing in, in CIS teams. My bet is Navi also has gotten a boost in revenue because of Simple. Oh yeah, but and so he uh, reaps rewards directly because of that. I would agree. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he'll have he'll have bonuses and all sorts. Like, yeah, he'll he'll get paid um, for every MVP or something. Let's talk about the most important last bit. We have we have one more CIS team to talk about. Let's talk about the important CIS team in this group, which is Cloud Nine, who this morning released the polos. I, I don't care. Okay, you you cannot care, but they they now have polos to wear as jerseys, which is fantastic good for them <laughs> okay uh they're, they're they're beating people they should um they beat eg they beat eternal fire uh remember everything i said about furia on them beating the two worst teams in the group they beat 
also the two worst teams of the group. So the the other also two worst teams in the group. Yeah, there's three. Ter- they, like, let's be clear here. Before we touch this group, before we go into this group, there are three teams making the playoffs and three teams not. Either set could be in either order, but no sets will mix. Yeah, it, it, it feels most- to be like prescriptive to say this. Like, this is how it's going to happen. But, but that is kind of how it's going to happen. So this is the group where you can say this is the, how that's going to happen. After no two group. after two games, presuming EG don't pull off a miracle win over Liquid, it will literally be two two o two o two o zero two zero two zero two. Yeah, EG Movistar and Eternal Fire will all be zero two. Yeah, I. Yep, exactly. Eternal Fire look the most like winning a game. Um, maybe Movistar. But either way, both of them seem to be more powered than... by one individual. <laughs> I mean, they got to play each other, so the it, the group will won't be even throughout the entire time. No, of but... course they're not all going to not win. That yeah. would be impressive. They really that would, would be, be the impressive. worst teams then if they played each other and still both lost. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I this group seems very cut and dry to me. No other group has seemed this cut and dry. Yeah, um, I agree. So. Uh, those are our predictions. I think that's where we're going to end it. Um, we have playoffs next week. Pog. Uh, next week is going to be a little bit of an... We, we'll, we'll talk about next week. Next week we'll have more scheduling issues. Uh, next week I'm okay. The week after I'm uh, I'm away. Yeah, we're, we're starting to get to, uh, to, to rough time in, in podcast land schedule-wise. We'll figure it out. You guys will continue to have podcasts. Worst Comes Worst is, will replace one of us forever with naps. We'll replace me um, with a cutout. That's a you know what? I do a really terrible British accent that could be just, just replace. Oh God! Just, uh, I'm not getting into this. British nope. accent uh, isn't a thing. Uh, please rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Wherever you podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at readtldr at azeskin at mechatronic with a three and a zero. Uh, tune in again next week where we'll talk about things, stuff, and more things. Agree.